everybody, and welcome back to Keeping Up With Craft, a quick conversation wherein we try to help you keep up with the goings-on of the craft CMS world by highlighting cool stuff that has happened that we think is worth a look. This is our seventh episode, Lucky Seven. I'm Michael Rogg, and once again, I am joined by my good friend and co-host... I'm Andrew Welch from NY Studio 107, and Heidi Ho, and welcome to the Craft Show. Here we go. So, hot on the heels of our eager loading discussion and the huge eager loading update that came in Craft 2.6, I recently noticed uh, in the Craft changelog that Craft is now making use of eager loading in its own control panel templates. Yeah, the exact line in the in the release for anyone who's following is 2.6.2778. Uh, and it says field types that implement the eager loading field type interface now get their values eager loaded on element indexes when appropriate. And basically what that means is that craft is starting to use eager loading in the control panel where it makes sense to do it. And uh, yeah, so if you have an assets column in your on your entries index, then you will now see 50 fewer queries. Uh, loading that page in the control panel. Uh, and, and that's something that uh, Brandon had mentioned in a straight-up hangout when we talked about eager loading, uh, that they were working on that. So I was excited to see that because I have taken advantage of Craft's ability to, to let you customize those element index pages in the, the CMS. Clients uh, really appreciate being able to see more than just you know the title and the post date of of stuff and so uh, I've I've made use of showing you know asset thumbnails and and all kinds of stuff that is pulling in related elements so that's really nice that those are getting eager loaded yeah now, now your clients are actually going to be happy with you because the performance will be pretty decent right yeah uh, another uh, craft internals change that generated some buzz lately oh my god uh, is is that uh, uh, the set template path method has been sort of usurped by a set template mode method. And this is mostly relevant if you are a plugin developer uh, and if you are rendering templates in your plugin, either your own templates or ad hoc templates uh, that a, a user is is specifying in the context of your plugin. If you go to render a template, Craft assumes that you want to render a control panel template. But if you are actually trying to render a front end template that um, that a user has given you, then you have to change the location that Craft is going to pull that template from. Change it to to go look for that template uh, among the front end templates. And that used to be in a method called set templates path. Um, But it turns out there's other stuff that really ought to get changed at the same time because what you're actually changing is not only where craft goes to look for a template but also the context in which it renders it. And it changes things like what file extensions it looks for and and what the name for an index template, a a default template, um, it it looks for. And so, so now in place of set template path, they have added set template mode. And so the template mode can be either uh, the site mode or the control panel mode, and Craft will um, go look for templates in the right place when you want to render them, but also set those other sort of contextual behaviors. Yep. 
Um, and also, so it's kind of a subtle, subtle change. Yeah. And also, what they did was they had it spitting out deprecation notices if you were using the old set template path, get template path stuff. And a lot of people logged into their control panel and saw this big warning sign, and you have deprecation errors, and they went crazy and contacted the plug-in developers and said, you know, what's wrong? And, and I think, uh, you know, what ended up happening is Brad uh, Bell from Pixel and Tonic got back from his vacation in the Caribbean. He was, you know, just hanging out on the beach, not doing anything. He saw the number of support tickets that this generated, and he said, you know what, I'm not dealing with this. So they rolled it back so that it no longer spits out the deprecation messages. Well, and to be clear, the methods are still deprecated. Um, and, and because they've moved, they've moved from the path service right. into the templates service. Those methods do still exist, right. the old ones. Um, but they've moved into the template service, and they are still deprecated. They're just not throwing deprecation logs right. into the control panel. Um, you use the the template rendering stuff yep. extensively in SEOmatic. Yep. Uh, I I use it all over the place in Printmaker. So yeah, I got some uh, frantic yeah. calls as That's well. That's what I like, mean. I, what I had a, a number of people messaging me saying, you know, hey, what's wrong with this thing? I'm like, oh crap. Yeah, what is this new error right. that I see in my control panel? And and the thing is, there's nothing there's nothing really scary about a deprecation error if you know what you're looking at. It's like, oh great, when I upgrade to Craft three, I have to make sure that. You know, I used the latest version of this plugin. Yeah. What I, what I ended up doing was just writing a little wrapper real quick where it looked for the new methods. If the new methods exist, it called them. And if they didn't exist, then it called the old ones um, because I need to support these plugins, you know, back to Craft 2.4. Right. Well, and, you know, I think it was very productive, actually, that it, it started a little bit of a discussion, um, especially, you know, in the Slack. But it, it started a good conversation about the design of that deprecation yeah. log um, and the way that people are using it and, uh, you know, kind of the take-home message is if you're going to turn over the admin credentials to a site, to a client, then you should make sure that they're educated, um, you know, about the stuff that they'll see when they are in the system as an administrator. Uh, so, so that, if you're a plugin developer, be aware, get template path, set template path, is now moved to the template service. And even though those old methods do still exist, they have been usurped by the new get template mode and set template mode methods, which are just a little bit refined, more refined in uh, in how they work. Um, so let's see. So why don't we talk about straight up? Cra- oh, no? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So- straight, up, uh, straight up craft got a bit uh, of an upgrade. Yeah, it's using the Algolia search now. So it's quite a bit faster in terms of uh, actually uh, searching things. I don't know if they're using uh, Search Plus or if they just implemented it themselves. I'm really not sure, but it's nice to uh, to see that Ben and company have uh, updated that site. And kind of going along with that, uh, Fred Carlson made a site called uh, craftplug.in. Uh, it's not a place in India. It's a, What it does is it actually pulls the straight up craft plugin database and it displays it in a really simple but super fast uh, searchable interface 
Uh, it makes it really quick and convenient to uh, find stuff. But I thought that was pretty cool that he threw that together because uh, it certainly, you know, when you're just looking to find uh, a plugin that you need to grab, it is really convenient to just go to craftplug.in and just type the name and click and download and away you go. You know, um, another friend of ours has uh, had a, a minor victory. Uh, the pick puller plugin, which was beleaguered with Instagram API hurdles uh, and was kind of pulled off the market for a while, is back. Yes, and uh, I've actually used it on a site already, and it uh, works really well. And that's from uh, John Morton, right? Our friend who also mm-hmm. does Craft Link List. That's right. Um, and it's uh, pretty cool. I mean, basically, it's a way... There, there are a lot of people that, you know, they use Instagram as their public photo album. And uh, I'll, I'll give a specific case. Like, uh, there was a website that I did some work on for a band. And their photo album is just a their feed from Instagram. Uh, and uh, PicPuller will let you just grab those photos from Instagram. And it works out really nicely for them because, you know, they're not going to update their website, um, but they definitely will be posting photos to Instagram. So this lets you have a dynamic photo library, you know, sitting right on your craft website. Yeah, photos and yep. videos from Instagram. So so that's cool. And, and uh, I'm very pleased that uh, they granted him a, a developer API key so that he could uh, keep providing that plugin. Um, digital download. You want to talk about digital download? Yeah, so digital download is uh, from our prolific plugin developer friend, uh, Lindsay DiLoretto. And it basically is a way to manage your digital downloads so that, for instance, you can uh, have a file uh, that can only be downloaded a certain number of times. Or you can have a file that... Uh, can only be downloaded by certain users or uh, people that are in certain user groups. Um, so it's a it, it's a way to protect digital assets um, and also manage you know how often and by whom that they can be accessed. Yeah, and I think I think uh, you could do time limits too, right? So you can like s- yes. create expiring time time sensitive links, which is um, I already am, am looking forward to implementing digital download for my commercial right. plugins so that I can generate a link. You know, when you buy a plugin, I can send you a link. And once you use that link, or if you don't use it, Oof. it expires right. in a month or something to, to kind of protect digital assets. I know that um, a lot of folks have been looking for a solution to that problem. And, uh, and so digital download looks to be a really nice answer to that and you can find digital download at craft plus so have you been working on anything or have you just been relaxing and well you might have been down on the beach with brad for all i know have you actually been working i don't did was brad actually at the beach i'm not aware of brad taking a caribbean vacation and if he did then i'm pissed because that's he didn't my invite story me. and i'm sticking to it um yeah i've actually been working like a fiend um the the most recent update that I've put out was to my printmaker plugin, uh, which is a plugin for generating PDFs uh, out of templates, basically um, HTML to PDF. And uh, printmaker got actually a really big update, which was sort of two pronged. The first improvement there was that some of the customization settings uh, for the PDF engine that used to be hidden away deep in the DOM PDF library are now accessible to you via a craft config nice. file. Uh, so you can 
set things like the cache path and default file names and whether remote images are enabled and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you can set that in a per environment config file. Uh, and the other thing is now you can email a PDF. So uh, if you are generating a PDF with Printmaker, instead of displaying it on the screen, you can um, attach it to an email and have Craft send that email. So I've seen people use uh, Printmaker for menus for restaurants and spec sheets for products um, and uh, real estate flyers for house listings. Um, and so now, in addition to being able to display that stuff on your website, you can now use Craft to email it to parties. Did of you interest. make this plugin for uh, Expression uh, Engine as well back in the um, day? I did not. Pat Polar had uh, was sort of the PDF guru of Expression Engine. He had PDF Press. That's it. Okay. Was an was an add-on for, yeah, for Expression I did a... Engine, uh, and it actually uses the same library. It uses yep. the DOM PDF library under the Yeah, hood. because I you know, it, that rang a bell with me because I did a uh, restaurant website where yep. uh, they change their menu daily, and it uses PDF Press so that uh, what is on their website is exactly what they print out uh, and hand to their clients. And I, was, I thought it would have been funny if it was actually you that, that did that, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> but no, it was PDF no, Press. That was, yep. that was Pat Polar. And... And PDF Press is, is a very cool plugin for Expression Engine. In, in essence, Printmaker is more or less the same thing cool. for Craft, but uh, but now with more cowbell. Well, when I get them to move their website to Craft, then I guess I'll have to give you some money. You know? uh, so that's that's what I've been up to. Um, yeah, I feel like it's been just a crazy busy month with uh, with yep. client work. I felt like the beginning of this year, for a lot of people, I got the sense that the beginning of this year was a little bit slow to ramp up, and there was sort of a quiet before the storm, and now everybody is in the middle of a hurricane, and everybody is doing all the projects. It's very I exciting. definitely agree with you. I am in the uh, the hurricane, too, and not in the eye. I mean, otherwise, I wouldn't be here at one thirty in the morning doing a podcast with you. Oh, but you would. I'm your comic relief. You're what? Oh, okay. All right. I'll go with that. That works. Uh, but given that it is yeah. one thirty in the morning, we yeah. should wrap it up. We've got a good solid list of stuff for y'all to check out, uh, and I hope you do. Shout outs to everybody who has been building cool stuff. Uh, you keep building cool stuff, and we'll keep talking about it. Bye bye.